Welcome to the Two Twenties Podcast, where your two best friends who are here to face the highs and lows of your 20s with you. I'm Abby. And I'm Charlie, and we chat about all things from dating dilemmas to motherhood and everything else in between. So let's sit down, have a laugh, and enjoy this wild decade together. Hey guys, we're back. After many technical difficulties, and this is probably going to be a reoccurring theme. Mm, it's 8.30 now. We were scheduled to start at 8 a.m. and we have had half an hour of being tech-savvy gals. What have we got this week, please? This week we're going to go through our highlights and then we have some embarrassing stories. Do you have a few to share with us as well? You know what? I do have some, but I was trying to like, you know, I feel like embarrassing stories are some of those things that you try and just like mm. pretend never happened. You try and like forget at all costs I'm like I have had some pretty embarrassing moments in my life like I know I have but I can't I tried so hard to think of heaps and I could only really come up with like two ones that like stand out to me maybe I'm just not an embarrassing person I think you've just pushed them down the the memory side I was thinking okay what keeps me up at night you know when you like lay in bed thinking of embarrassing things you did and I kid you not I have one from 20 years ago (laughs) actually less than 20 what am I I was like six so nearly nearly 20 years Say, do not age us up, starters. And who remembers something from when they're three years I know, old? I, honestly, still not over it. <laughs> but first, let's um, let's jump into our highlights. What is your highlight of the week? My highlight of the week was the weekend. We had Tegan's bottomless, and it was fucking fun. And I took the word bottomless to a whole new level. <laughs> Oh my gosh, wait, I forgot that this was this weekend. I Okay, you know, guys, we are in opposite time zones. So I, it's probably like 4, 5 p.m. for me and that time is nobody is awake for me except my little dear friend Abs <laughs> texted me saying, I just woke up from being passed out for four hours and you were in quite the state. Take it away. Tell us a bit of a story time. Okay, so obviously on the weekend, it was Tegan's birthday. Ben was back, her partner, so they had a conjoined birthday. We went to a bottomless with his friends, Tegan's friends. It was a whole thing and we had like everyone here before and then went to the bottomless and everyone, you could either pick to drink like margaritas or champagne or like wine or whatever. And I don't do well with like heaps of cocktails, so I was like, I'll drink champagne, but everyone else was drinking margaritas. And so I was the only one that was drinking the champagne. <laughs> now you can see where this is going. It kind of, I didn't realise, but I think I actually drank two bottles of champagne to myself, like over the bottomless. Were they putting and then the I bottles got home on the table? Yeah, like just help yourself on the table, like me just pre-pouring myself some champagne. <laughs> oh, that's dangerous. I um, We came back to our house. We had like... 30 people at our house and we had shots and stuff we're having like where I am right now we were having a party we moved the tv the coffee table and my rug into my office and we were just having like it was actually so much fun we had a party but the the covers on the lounge are off at the moment because we spilt cake on them you would have died anyway I um and then I I just like I, I honestly could not tell you how I got from the living room party to my bedroom passed out, I don't know. Like I don't I don't have – but the girls, like, I think just put me to bed. 
<laughs> and mind you, this is at like five o'clock p.m. Five p.m. Oh my! And then I must have passed out, and I woke up at two a.m. and I was so confused. And I was like, what is going on? And then I had a text from Charlie and I just texted her. I was like, I just woke up <laughs> five hours of passing out. And I sent her some photos. Anyway. I've, I've got the visuals. Maybe I can pop them up. Actually, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so bad. No, one of them. Oh. You're in a like purple fluffing dressing gown, but there's like beads of water all over your face. And I said, is that sweat or water? And you said, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I looked at them in the morning and I was, I think because I fell asleep in my makeup when I woke up at 2am, I tried to get it off in the, and mm. tried to splash my face mm. and then I just, just left it. And so that I wasn't sweating. It's a bit cold in Australia to be sweating at the moment. <laughs> yeah, if that was sweat, that's, that's pretty concerning, doll. I don't know if I can call that a highlight. <laughs> yeah, you had fun. You just had a so- good time. That's a highlight. And then it became a low light on yeah, Sunday. Absolutely. I had anxiety to the mat. But not good, hey. Um, okay, so my highlight of the week is, yeah, definitely a little bit boring compared to my story time last week. But I sent off my final file for our 2024 diary for Organised by Charlie. And, Woo-hoo! yeah, I'm very stoked because it's definitely my biggest kind of stress that I have each year, not each year, I've done it once. But the reason why it's such a highlight for me, and this is kind of off the back of the solo episode you did and you really opened up about the struggles of business, is for the past couple of weeks, I have been having a lot of self-doubt with my business. I have been questioning if it's what I should be doing, if I'm good enough. And the reason being is I think at this time of year for a lot of business, there's a massive lull you know, post-Christmas, post the new year, and it's a really hard time. And I think a lot of people would question themselves in this cooler period. So when I finished my design and I, you know, stood back and took a look at it, I was so happy with it. And it has really kind of given me back that motivation for the rest of the year. I um, I didn't want to interrupt you, but Oh my God, I feel this on a whole nother level at the moment with LA as well. Like, and I think it is not spoken about enough. And like you said, I think it's the period that we're in, in this post-Christmas, middle of the year, everyone's kind of, it's also seasonal changes as well. And I know that doesn't really affect your business as such, but it's like your your highest periods are like when you're selling like your yearly diaries at the start of the year. And I feel like at the start of the year, everyone wants to get organized and get start a new life and be this new version of themselves. And then you get to the middle of the year and you're just kind of like, eh. So I completely agree with this. And LA is kind of going through this at the moment, especially with the seasonal changes. And then like, you know, everyone is going to Europe, but also a lot of people aren't going to Europe. People aren't buying bikinis. Like I think it's something that Liv and I have really been trying to combat and and figure out the past couple of weeks. And we just got a digital marketing person on board to try and help us with like, because all of our stuff so far has been organic, like social, trying to like influences that kind of thing. And I, and I don't think we can rely on that. So yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think it should be spoken about more, but I'm glad that you have sent them off and you're happy with them. You're very organized. We are in May. Yeah, just to add to that, I was speaking to a friend who's also a business owner and we were just saying how when people ask you, how's your business going? 
we have this autopilot that takes over and says really really well you know you don't want to we just don't want to open up really and be like oh I had a bit of a shit month you know honestly me and Liv were sitting here yesterday having a meeting with our partners having the exact same conversation we both hit um someone goes how did this go and we both looked at each other good <laughs> and we just didn't say like it's not that it's gone badly or but it's not like something to rave about and it's like it's mm. it's just hard because like I said you're not going to open up and be like it's kind of like it's not even like oh I don't know if you feel this but I kind of feel a bit of shame sometimes when businesses are going well or like a little bit embarrassed or if something has gone wrong or I feel like a bit of imposter syndrome like mm. I'm like oh I don't know like I'm I think though the reason being is we always think every business is going excellent because everyone always says things are going so so well so then we just compare ourselves when we don't know what's going on behind closed doors they might be really struggling and this is why I think you know off the back of how you did that episode and I messaged you saying that I think that it was amazing that you shared the struggles because there's someone who has a small business who's listening to you or even a bigger business and feeling a little bit more comfortable and a little bit more okay with their struggles. Yeah, and even like, I mean, me and Charlie haven't even had this conversation. Hearing her say that, it makes me feel a bit more comfortable that like, you know, it is it, it is just kind of the season at the moment mm-hmm. and I hope people out there that are finding it hard and struggling with business do find comfort in the fact that you aren't alone and it is so stressful especially like mm. um like money wise financially it is a a huge thing and it's a huge sacrifice that you make and invest your money into and it's it's really can dampen your whole mood when something isn't going right because it is like your pride and joy mm, so definitely i'm glad we talked that yeah another thing that I really struggled with is for the past four months I basically wasn't working my business was still running I have people who work for me but without me actually actively growing the business myself I noticed such a huge difference and now it's almost like starting back working a couple of weeks ago I'm playing catch-up for four months off and that is stressful (laughs) Well, I only could imagine because it's like, yeah, I feel like you don't know how much that stuff impacts your business until mm. you do step away from mm. it. And you always, and it, it is so t- like time consuming doing the reels and doing all that for your business, especially like all that aesthetic stuff. But that's what people love from you. Like that's what people like like from your business. So it is hard. But I mean, I did like your digital planners and stuff that you come out with and I mean, it's only up from here. We're getting into the next part of the year where everyone gets a bit. I think the the keenies will be selling out the door for you, doll, in this back end of the year. Yeah. So yeah. Well, let's putting positive vibes out for both of us. Shall we um get into some embarrassed I <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna ignore the fact that you just said that. You know what? Someone someone messaged me saying, "I love how you just." make up your own variations of words so I'm going to roll with it okay you you roll with that and you can roll with our first embarrassing story please from me or from a listener yes okay my first one my first one is to do with Josh okay okay please. 
So Josh and I were friends for a little while and then it started to turn into a little bit more. We were messaging and then the first time I'm like, okay, I think this is going to be a little bit more than a friendship. He goes in for the hug for some unknown reason to me, which I still can't work out years later. I go in for the kiss on the lips and I remember you telling me this. Why I did that, I will never know. And then he's seeing my lips coming for, like, just coming for him. So then he, instead of going for the hug, then he kind of moves it to a kiss on the cheek because he's like, sis, like, we are not at like a kiss hello stage. Like, we are, a, a hug is pushing it, doll. And honestly, he still brings it up to this day. Luckily, I'm obviously, it's Josh. I'm not embarrassed over it anymore, but I really, really was at the time. Honestly, like, that's fair enough because I would have died right there on the spot. Like, that is, like, the thought of that makes my skin crawl. It's just way too keen. Like, oh. (laughs) Laying it on very, very thick. Okay, can you make me feel better with an embarrassing story, please? Okay, I, this is one that, like, I don't know if I want on the internet, but I'm going to say it anyway. That's what we need. We need this sort of stuff. Kind of gross, but, like, I mean, (laughs) okay. So it's it's normal. Like I couldn't – anyway, I'm just going to set the scene. Okay, so I I think you know this story. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast, but I don't think so. I um I was seeing a male for a while. I know this and, story. You have told uh, this. Have I told on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. But retell. I have. Yeah, is this, is this oh, no, Thai, I don't Thai food? Oh, yes. Yeah. Have I told this? Oh, my God, that's so embarrassing. I told that on the podcast. <laughs> you were fine telling it last time, so tell it again. Okay, well, if you didn't know, this is what I mean. I can't really think of really embarrassing. Actually, in year seven, I um, peed myself because <laughs> I laughed too hard. In the, I was at school in year seven and I was laughing so hard because someone ran into a pole and I started literally laughing so hard and all of a sudden I needed to pee. So I squished my legs together, like like wrapped my legs together so I could – and I had to stand there and the bell went to go to class and I couldn't move. I was like, I was like, if I move, I'm going to pee myself. And then I waited for everyone to go to class and I sprinted to the bathroom with pee dripping down my leg. Oh my gosh! Were people not like, "Why are you just sitting there in a in a ball?" Yeah, they were like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I just don't feel very well." <laughs> oh you know God. what? Actually, on the, on, the, on the theme of that, I th- must have had a really weak bladder when I was younger because I remember getting off the bus from school once and um walking home needing to go to the bathroom. I'm opening my door and I'm like, "Oh my God! Need to pee! Need to pee! Need to pee!" Struggling with the key get inside, literally step one foot in my old house and I peed on the floor and I didn't even make it to the toilet. (laughs) At least that's in the comfort of your own home. Honestly, I feel like especially girls, we really struggle with blood issues. I, at gymnastics, used to just do one tiny little jump on the trampoline. Everything is out and about. Like, oh, and especially after having a baby, I'm constantly peeing myself. Yeah, how's your pelvic floor? I definitely did my exercises during pregnancy and whatnot, but, man, I I think I did pee myself, like, in front of Josh a few times just on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, did see baby come out of you, so, I mean, I don't – I think it's fine. Yeah, honestly, (laughs) I don't think peeing yourself is to be embarrassed about at all. It's It's a normal human thing. 
This is my one that's from nearly 20 years ago, so what, 17 years ago? And I kid you not, I still lay in bed thinking about it sometimes. So I was in year one and we had, it was like Mother's Day that weekend or something, so we were like in this like big hall with the whole school sitting down, singing, practising like singing Mother's Day songs. And we were singing this one song and it's like about how much you love your mum I can do a reenactment later if you need. And I just start bawling my eyes out, uncontrollably crying. And my teacher was like, come over here. And I just need to let you all know, I was bawling my eyes out because I loved my mum so much. Oh, my God. I just love her so much that it was making me so emotional. And she said, come over here. Like, so I have to stand up in front of the whole school to like walk over to her. I'm bawling my eyes out and I'm like, everyone knows why I'm crying. We're mid song. And she's like, why are you crying? What's wrong? Like she must've thought I hurt myself or something or I was sick. And I was bawling, bawling tears, full face red. I said, I had six year old me had the audacity to say, I have something in my eye. Uh, do you need a reenactment of the song? It might make yes, me, please. It might <laughs> make me fall to a heat right now. Mum, I want to tell you just how much you mean to me. Your loving touch, your gentle ways, they're never far from me. You are my greatest friend on whom I can depend. Anyway, do you see how emotional it is? Yeah, I'm feeling all the emotions right now. I'm actually stopping myself from falling behind. <laughs> so yeah I'm I I don't get over that that one sticks with me why is that the most Charlie thing I've ever heard in my life I'm an emotional gal even from the age of six your mum would have loved that too I know I tell her all the time I'm like mum do you remember when I cried when I was six just because I love you so much oh okay I'm while I I feel like these stories that we got from you guys are going to spark some memories for me when mm. I like think of my embarrassing stories um to preface we have not fully read these like I tried to when I was looking at the dms I was like squinting my eyes and screenshotting them and sending Charlie's <laughs> to her and trying not to read them because I wanted our like proper reaction on the podcast do you know how much self-control I had to not look at these it was like not opening my presents before Christmas I know so I'm sorry about that Charlie um but let me get my first one okay Are we ready, everyone? I'm ready. Last Christmas, I went out with my boyfriend and his brothers. For context, they're all like one to two years apart, the three of them total. At dinner, we all had many cocktails and one brother was coming from an earlier event and was already wasted. At the end of the night, we all caught an Uber back and I was really tired and got in the Uber first and fell asleep. At one point in the drive, I look over and see my boyfriend is next to me and I put my hand on his thigh. No, 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 I know where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) only for my hand to be kindly returned back to me promptly (gasps) turns out it was my boyfriend's brother sitting next to me and I put my hand on his thigh and we both realized and he gave it back like I think this belongs to you actually in the front seat but since him and his brothers all look similar especially at night when drunk I fucked up You know what? That's not too bad. She could have done worse things with her hands. So I that- was just thinking. Oh, that's still lucky awkward. we stopped the leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, oh. a, that's a win. It's a win. It's a win. Oh wait, it's still going. Oh no! 
I'm not done. On top of that, the next morning, I kind of forgot and had my boyfriend ask me, did you put your hand on my brother's leg? <gasps> so he told him. <laughs> and my defense was you all fucking look the same. Honestly, we all just laughed about it, but I will never live it down to this day. It still gets brought up by everyone who knows. Oh, no. That reminds me of twin brothers and you kind of go with the wrong one or something or into the wrong one's bed. I've heard a couple of stories yeah. like that. You know what? If I was dating a twin brother, how do you tell them apart? I think you just know. The twins I've known, after a little bit, you just know. But if you've had a couple of drinks. Yeah, okay. So on that, you're going to know who I'm talking about. There's a... There's two twin boys that I I was like hanging out with them like in summer and like anyway just in the same group we're in the same group and one of them is single and one of them is in a relationship and I could never tell apart who was who like they look so identical I could never tell apart who was who and one of them I like not interested in but you know I wasn't going to go for the one with the with the girlfriend anyway and I could not tell them apart unless we were at the beach and they were both had their shirts off because one had a tattoo and one didn't. But other than that, when I would see them in the street and I still see them and they're like, hey, Abby, like, and we say, hey, still don't know which one's which. So you're like doing the like really friendly, just straight friend high. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, yeah. she's being cold. I swear she was flirting with me before. <laughs> Literally. Oh, yeah. okay. Please give us an embarrassing from one of the girls. Okay, so this is the story where me and my current boyfriend first started dating. We went out with friends and got pretty drunk. We were supposed to be heading back to our own houses, but his best friend, and this is in quotations, forgot to add my address into the Uber share. So I ended up at my boyfriend's house. This was the first time staying over at his house or at any guy's house, so I was very nervous. Lucky we we relaxed and watched a movie and then as you do when you're drunk and things lead to another, we started making out. I knew I was due for my period soon, then I felt it start like mid-making out. I was too nervous and embarrassed to tell him anything. So I said I felt tired and needed to sleep. I didn't even go to the bathroom. I ended up just sleeping in my jeans and bled through them. When I woke up, I realized I had bled through the bed too. I didn't move until he called me an Uber. I was so embarrassed. The next time I stayed over, which was a couple days later, I realized he had got new sheets and a blanket. He had even put pads in the toilet for me. He didn't say a word and just let me stay over again. We haven't even spoken about it three years later, but every time he knows I'm on my period, I'm due, he makes sure I have a towel on the bed and all of my supplies ready at his. That is the best story ever. They're still together? Yeah, they're still together three years later. What a absolute angel. He's a keeper, never let him go. I almost feel like that's a good story because you got to see this really beautiful, caring side of him and now you've got stock supplies every time. You know what? I mean, that's the bare minimum. Like you'd hope like a boy wouldn't be like, ew. Like, I know, yeah, yeah. That is so nice. Okay, we love him. You know what? One time I did get my period when I was. Uh, I thought you were just going to end it there. I got my And that's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> when I was intimate with a boy. And you know what? It's not as bad as, like, I feel like boys are grown up unless you've. Mm. It's, on again, a natural thing, yeah. just like going to the toilet. Very natural. Yeah. Do you have another one from one of our listeners? I do. 
Here's an embarrassing story. Please keep anonymous. I'm really exposing myself here. Don't worry, doll. Everything is anonymous. Hmm. Three years ago, I was in a relationship where I stayed at his place from Friday to Sunday most weekends. And because of this, I got more and more comfortable with him and his family. And one night I had to go to the bathroom to do my business. This is all having the same vibe to these stories. And it wouldn't flush. I flushed and flushed, but nothing would budge. (laughs) I panicked and didn't know what to do. I went to tell my boyfriend, but before I even got to his room, his brother, let's call him Ben, went to have a shower. He was in there for ages and I kind of forgot about it. I don't know how, but I did. Later on, my boyfriend went for a shower and I hear him go, Ben, yuck, you (sighs) clocked the toilet. (laughs) No. And my heart sank, but I was so embarrassed. Ben admitted to going to the toilet earlier in the afternoon and fully believed it was his fault. I went along with it and haven't told a soul until now. (laughs) That is so good. Yes, Ben. Oh, my God. So she didn't even tell the boyfriend. So... Oh, my God. Luckily, he went to the bathroom earlier in that day because if someone yelled that out and he was like... The whole family are debating, like, who went to the toilet last and you're just getting caught. Oh, wow. That actually, again, that is a great story. You know what? There's nothing worse than than being in somebody else's house, especially, like, a partner's family's house and something going wrong or something mm-hmm. embarrassing happened. Like, that's the most embarrassing situation, I reckon. Yeah, it's just when you're so fresh. Yeah, it's oh, the honeymoon stage. Yeah, the honey honeymoon stage. All right, I've got another one. Please take it away. I was at my work Christmas party a few years ago and I was leaving. An older woman who I had just met yelled out, bye, nice to meet you, and I yelled back, love you too, in front of so many people. I've done this. You know what I've done? You know what I always do? I've done it like many times at like influencer events. I'll be like, I'll say, hey, they'll say, hey, and I'll say, good, thanks. Oh, you're preempting. <laughs> it's like I wasn't going to ask you how you were. <laughs> it's like, oh, like I always do shit like that that I just think about it afterwards and I'm like, why did you do that and mm. why did you say that? Oh, my God. Actually, a really funny story. Take it away. Okay. So this is – I knew this would bring back funny memories. Okay. So it was my 21st – after my 21st birthday, my boat party – Remember? Yes, yes, yes. I um, staying in the hotel afterwards for my birthday, and I, (laughs) with the boy that I was seeing at the time, and I was getting out of bed, and I had like my towel. We just went for a swim in the spa, and I mean, wait, that sounded way more like intimate than I meant. I was just lying on the bed and had towel in my head, and I was like getting up, and I was. I can't even blame the fact that I was distracted on my phone or anything because I wasn't. I was walking outside to the balcony and walked straight, slammed my head straight into the glass door because I thought it was open, like literally smack bang straight into the glass door. Oh. And and I like went back and I was like, and he just started pissing himself laughing. I wasn't on my phone or anything. I literally just walked straight into the door. It was fucking hilarious. Those clear doors get you. Do you have any other stories from listeners? That's it from the listener stories. You guys might have been a bit shy, so maybe don't be as shy. Don't worry, it's a safe space. And I'm sure we can do a part two to this when I think about all the embarrassing things I have done. Shall we talk about some pop culture? Take it away. So my first pop culture rant today 
is about the It Ends With Us movie. So if you have not read It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover, feel free to not participate in this and fast forward. But if you have... Or go read it. Yeah, or go read it because we'll probably be talking about it a little bit. If you have, I've read most of Colleen Hoover's books. I know you have two abs. We we love her. We Mm -hmm. love her. But how has she let what's going on with the movie go on? What's your thoughts on it? I want to hear. Okay, so if you don't know, it's, yeah, being made into a movie. And if you've read the book, you'll know, is it Lily? Lily. She the main character? Lily. Lily Riley. Supposed to be a beautiful redhead, a beautiful young redhead. And this is nothing against, I was about to say Serena Vanderwoodson, Blake (laughs) Lively (laughs) playing Lily. She's gorgeous. But I don't know if she is the vibe for Lily. Like I, they've made her dye her hair red. Also, the pap photos that are coming out on how they're dressing her, it's just not fitting the wholesome vibe that you would have of Lily in your head if you've read the book. Mm, it definitely does not align. I also can't separate Riley and who – what's the – Kyle. Kyle. Oh. Kyle. Oh, well, that's changing a lot for me. Why did I think it was Riley? Well, because it's spelled like that. I think it's Riley. (laughs) I could be wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I could be wrong too, but I'm just going to just call him Riley just for argument's sake right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. So Justin Baldini, he's playing Mm -hmm. Riley, and I just can't separate him from Jane the Virgin. Did you watch Jane the Virgin? Oh, my God, I'm sorry to say that. Yes. He, I haven't watched Jane's Virgin in ages, but he's the, uh, Jane's like partner. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got Atlas as well. Look, look, I could probably move forward with the casting and it's the wardrobe. That's my struggle. And someone posted ideal cast and there was another girl who would be the perfect Lily. I, I saw this. I completely agree. I did see this. Mm, yeah. So... Look, I definitely will still be watching the movie. I'll still be counting down the days until it launches. But I do have a little bit of concerns. Oh, what? It, how long do movies take to make? So if they've started filming now. I don't know. Someone please let us know. It might be, though, a, the... might be a couple of years. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> um, but no, I agree. I actually was okay with the cast when it came out. But the way they're actually, now that I've seen visuals of the movies and stuff, I'm like, when I did see Blake Lively, I thought they she can do no wrong, so it's all good. She'll be carrying the movie, but now I'm a little bit, ooh, hang on a second. They're doing her dirty and Lily dirty. You know what, though? If I was an actor and if I was Blake and I looked at myself in the mirror and I thought, this is all wrong, I would be like, no, I'm protesting. I'm refusing to do the movie until, you know, I get a new outfit. Same. And you know what? No, um... Is it Margot? Margot Robbie did Tony, I think the movie was, and sh- they made I her Tonya? like really I like Tonya? scat. Yeah, made her really scat. I would just be like, no. This is why we aren't actors because we can't just do what we're told and be characters and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's just not in my nature, you know. For millions of, of dollars, maybe I would just wear what. Yeah, probably. Do you have any pop culture chat? I This isn't really like fun chat, but like. It's just on my TikTok feed constantly right now. And that is, and I know I felt it in 
previous years, even this year. And I just wanted to give a little shout out to people that may also be feeling this because I know I felt it in the past is the pressure around going to Europe right now and having a big European holiday and not pressure as such, but that's, I don't know if it's just my TikTok for you page, but I feel like that's what all everyone is talking about. And when I was younger, I was like, the thought of like going to Europe, like for a long period of time and like with friends actually kind of scared me a bit because I was so like, I loved home and I didn't really want to be away from my family, but I felt like that was like the next thing that I had to do, especially coming out of school. I feel like everyone did like Europe summer and all that. And I always felt a bit of pressure to do it and I was going to do it the year before COVID and I'm so glad that COVID, I mean, like COVID happened and stopped it because I was not ready and I felt like I was literally doing it because I thought that that's what you do, like you do a European summer and you need to travel and all of that. And you know what, travel used to scare me a lot, especially like those bigger trips and it never really actually interested me that much to like go and get out of my comfort zone but now I'm in such a different space and the girls that I'm going with and everything I feel like completely different so I think if I don't know if this is really niche but I know I used to feel it a lot don't feel pressure to like have to go and you know go on a big holiday or go and do that kind of stuff straight away especially if you're coming out of school or you know I don't know I just that's just what I'm feeling right now. No, I completely agree with that. I even weirdly, I live in Europe and even I've been feeling the pressure to have this big grand Euro summer. But you know what? The thing is travel and big holidays, long holidays actually isn't for everyone. And if you prefer to stay home, relax, be cozy in your own house, read a book, whatever, that is so fine. Don't give in to that pressure of going on something when you, it may be more beneficial in five years time for you. 100%. And you know what? I um, I was actually supposed to be going to Europe for two months and like not going to book a return flight and do all that. And then I started to think about it and like this stuff was keeping me up at night, like the anxiety of actually being away for that long or whatever. It was actually like playing on my mind and subconsciously I didn't even really think about it. And that's and when I changed my Europe plans and I had a set date and I was only going for a month and I was going with the same group of girls and I, I felt really secure in that and I knew that I was coming home. I, I Now I'm so excited, like I'm really looking forward to it. So I think, yeah, don't feel pressure. Like Charlie said, it's long travel and that kind of stuff isn't for everyone, especially if you are a bit of a homebody. Mm. And another thing to add to that, I was watching Alex Earl's TikTok. Do you know her? Uh, do I know her? <laughs> I asked Josh that yesterday and he said no. And I was like, I actually love that about you. Forget I said anything. I um was watching her TikTok about just like bender, 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 bender on her Euro, Euro trip. And I am obsessed with watching that. It is the most entertaining stuff, but that would be my hell on earth. <laughs> oh my God, I could not agree more. And I just think, I feel like sometimes people think you've got to have that really rogue trip and just party, 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 but then they would actually just be hating it every day. So this is your reminder that you can you can watch your Alex Ells, but you don't necessarily need to do it if you don't want to. Oh, you can live vicariously through Alex Earl. I feel the same. I'm not going on a trip where it's party, party, party. Like where have like Mykonos party and Ibiza at the end party for like a couple of days. And But like when I say party, it's not like mm. the rest is like 
a fun holiday girls vibe. So I'm definitely not like that either, but I love watching it. I'm like, how do you have so much stamina and social like... Someone commented saying her social battery needs to be studied and I could not agree more. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that's just in case anyone was feeling like that. Um, but anything else you would like to seen, heard, comment on, Charlie? It's funny that your TikTok pressure at the moment is on like a big Euro summer and my TikTok page right now is like child safety online. <laughs> that's what keeps me up at night. You know what? That's just probably fair. Mm-hmm. I don't know if mine's completely fair, but this is showing the, the very distinct contrast between our lives. We love it. But now I'm just excited as book. Yeah, I think when I was – I need to do a Paris story time, but when we were in Paris and – so many things went wrong and I remember I was talking to you at the time and you were telling me about your Euro trips I thought oh my gosh if Abby was like doing this with like all the drama and stuff for two months oh you would be feral like I think your amount of time for you is perfect that's all you need 100% and I would be just a nightmare to be traveling with if things were going wrong like that for that long a period of time I just Mm. like don't really cope well with that stuff. <laughs> mm, I know. I know. Take our Bali trip, for example. <laughs> Why do you think I booked a flight home early? <laughs> <laughs> we both convinced each other, like, yeah, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> mm. All right. Um, do you want to read out our peppy pep pup? <laughs> I would love to. If you are new here, we do a pep talk every week. Um, we get you guys write in um like you know if you're having some issues if you need a little pep in your step charlie will charlie and i will pep in your step if you need a bit of a hype then we are your hype girls so here we go we've got this one in email and it's long i actually haven't read it mm. so. i love the long ones i love a bit of a story time so we can really know all the details okay Hi, gals. I just wanted to say that only two months back, I came across your potty and have been binge listening to all the apps and have honestly made my week. Keep doing what you're doing because you I love it so much. Okay, that's really nice. I know you hate those kind of things, Charlie. You get awkward. I get so awkward, but thank you. Moving on. Okay, so here we go. It's a bit of a story. You don't need to read all of it or not read it at all, but thought to send this through because I'm really struggling at the moment with everything. Back in 2019, I started getting close friends with this guy. Let's call him Jack. He went to a different school, so we barely saw each other, but we had many, many mutuals. We started getting really close, in a friend way. I then had gotten some feelings for him, but I was always so scared to say anything. In 2021, we then went to the same senior school, and that was prime time of my feelings for him. We had been through so much in our friendship. What I also need to note is that we had barely seen each other. It was like he was scared to hang out with me, and I still wonder why. We would always text 24-7, sharing a lot with each other. We wouldn't sit together at school, but we would always pass each other. It was a weird friendship, like we knew so much about each other, we were so close, I would get so jealous when any girls talk about him, but like he seems like he was not interested at all in me, because he would be so shy at school and stuff, and I don't even know how to explain it. It was a bit odd, in capitals. But we would consider ourselves to be best friends. Weird, hey. July 2021, I had gotten into a relationship, currently still with him, let's call him Nathan. I kind of just went along with it as I saw a clairvoyant at the end of 2020. And she mentioned that someone has been interested in me for a long time. I don't know who he is, but I should definitely see how it goes. So I spoke to Nathan for a few months and started dating. 
I was still talking to Jack 24-7. One night I needed to tell him, even though I feel he was not interested, I still felt some sort of connection with him and needed to be honest. I had told him about Nathan and I, he then confessed, confessed to me he had liked me since 2020 and never had the guts to tell me. We were both bawling our eyes out and a lot of stuff happened with that. Through these two years of being in a relationship with Nathan, I always think of Jack and really miss it and always wonder if I made the wrong decision to be with Nathan. This past two months, Jack has been a bit weird with me and not talking to me as much. Then three weeks ago, I found out he is in a relationship. Saw him at the shops, he fully ignored me. I was so shocked. A lot of things did make sense as he was being off when we had texted, etc. We still talk most days, but I talk to him less now. I've brought to his attention I'm wanting to talk about things but there's a weird vibe going on and he keeps saying there isn't and that he wouldn't let his girlfriend change the way he talks to his friends, also known as me. Knowing he is with another girl is kind of making me upset. I hate myself for being upset and I don't know why I'm like this. I miss him. I really do but I can't imagine Nathan and I breaking up. He's honestly such an amazing, genuine guy. He's one in a million. I'm stuck. I've been thinking to sit down and talk with Jack about the past and clear things up as throughout my relationship with Nathan, Jack still gives me mixed messages. I just want to make things clear and wonder why he never told me about his feelings earlier. And she said, well, that felt good to write this down. I honestly needed that. If you've come this far, thank you so much for reading it. And I really do hope to hear this on the pod, but totally understand if it's too long. <sighs> okay, what do you think? I I mean, I think it's a really sticky situation. Mm-hmm. And I think she's still with Nathan. Nathan is the current boyfriend. And I think there's definitely unresolved things with Jack that need to be resolved, whether that's one way or another. But do I think it's fair to do that while in a relationship with Nathan? Maybe not. I think if you are thinking about another person um, and thinking about exploring that, even just the sliders, I think you need to end that relationship um, and just be honest and just say, look, I just have this unresolved thing that I really do need to work out. I think that's the best bet forward. I I think that you said like Nathan's one in a million, like he's a really nice guy, blah, blah, blah. Like nice guys aren't aren't hard to find if we're looking the right places, but someone can be like the nicest guy and treat you so well and do all of that and you don't have a reason as to why it's not working or why there's something missing like there doesn't need to be a reason it can just be simply that then maybe not your person so I definitely think what Charlie said I think you maybe need to take a step back from this relationship with Nathan it's not really fair on him especially if you are also texting Jack the whole time too I feel like if the situation was reversed and he was texting another girl the whole time as his best friend it would be uh, not very well received I would imagine so this isn't to make you feel bad by the way you're not doing like anything wrong it's hard feelings are hard and you can't help how you feel but I think for your mental clarity I think you need to take a step back from Nathan and then figure things out with Jack have an honest conversation whether that goes one way or the other be prepared for the conversation to go one way or the other and then from there you make a decision to either cut him out of your life if it's like you can't just be friends with him or you both make a decision that you guys aren't the same like aren't the right people for each other but you still want to be friends and I don't reckon get into anything with him right away I just think you need a bit of clarity have some time on your own think about what you want to do for yourself and like you know have a bit of space because you could be very clouded by a lot of things right now 
Yeah, I think that's really, really good advice. I think for everyone's feelings involved, including your own, that is the best thing to do. But I definitely think it sounds like you really have some feelings that just haven't gone away for Jack that need to be explored. Yeah, I agree. But we are sending you love. It is a sticky situation. But thank you for writing in and I hope this helps. Please let us know how you go. I think a lot of people have situations like this and they're really, really hard to navigate. So our thoughts are with you and we look forward to hearing an update. Yes. And I think that's it for the episode, guys. Um, I hope you guys liked this episode and had a bit of a laugh at all of our embarrassing (laughs) stories. And, yeah, next week we will be back. Um, In the meantime, please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and join our Facebook group. Thank you guys so much for listening. Talk to you next week. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.